0: Hello and welcome to episode
1: number 80 of the Master and Pursuit podcast, a podcast where we run along with you, doing a variety of things. Today we're going to do a speed session but we're also going to have a little bit of a, a ramble and a rant to start with. It is Wednesday the 9th of June, it's blisteringly hot. Good chance to do a speed session. A chance to get down to the Roding Valley wreck and get some speed in my legs. So we're going to give that a go. See what we can do. The session is one I set for a number of people I coach who are looking to run 5k at the minute with the return of racing. And it is three sets of 2k with three or four minutes rest in between. And in the In the 2K we're going to alternate between 400 metres hard and 400 metres steady. So I'll talk a bit about that once we actually get into it. But there's a whole bunch of things I wanted to talk about because it's all going on. So we're just going to jog for a bit to start with before we get into the session. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of things happened, including last night, the winning's ten thousand metre world record being broken for the second time in a week. Let's send him back Gidi from Ethiopia. Around twenty-nine minutes and one second. Desperately trying to get under twenty nine. Couldn't quite make it she broke the world record there's Sifan Hassan from Holland but of Ethiopian descent she set the world record on exactly the same track a few days prior, 29.07 And those marks that mark was 10 seconds quicker than Almas Ayana ran in the 2016 Olympics to win the 10,000 metre gold lapping pretty much the whole field in the process. And at the time that was like, ooh, wow, blimey. And now that's been better twice in a week. Bit of context, let's put this, this performance into some context. 29.01, she finished. Massive um, negative split of second 5k was 14 minutes and 18 seconds here's some interesting context on that number for you Paula Radcliffe holds the British record for the 5,000 metres in which she only ran 5,000 metres and it's 14.29 so she ran quicker than the British record for the 5,000 metres in the second 5,000 metres of a 10,000 metre track race. That's pretty remarkable, isn't it? Never mind that, that 1418 would be quick enough to be the national record for a 5,000 metre in any country in the world apart from Ethiopia. Ordinary, it would be fast enough to place her 10th in the all-time rankings for the 5,000 meters. And she did that, having already run a 1440, something or other. Madness. So then you hop online and you see what everyone's chatting about. And it's either the shoes or doping that have led to this performance. And that's from both athletes. Hassan and Gidi. Hassan a former uh, coachee of Alberto Salazar, the now banned coach, the former coach of Mo Farah and Galen Rupp, amongst others. He's been banned for doping practices. No athletes have been accused or banned, but he has. So that's quite interesting. And then you have the shoes, which appear to have moved on at pace. The technological developments there, that is as well as the running of them, or the running in them. Another thing that the pandemic has accelerated, people's ability to run fast in speedy track shoes. Very interesting. Let's see where that all nets out. Come the Olympics, and then the reality is that, apart from the people in the sport and perhaps the people who have run them, people are increasingly less bothered about world records. It's just not—it's not a big deal now because the technology has moved on so much, and because the suspicions of doping hang over everybody. Whenever there's a good performance now, it's either the shoes or doping. We've talked about that before. And doping's interesting. I mean, there's lots of evidence to suggest that dopers are always one step ahead of the testers. Lots of evidence to suggest a significant minority, if not a majority, of athletes push very close to the boundaries if not over them and then you throw in the pandemic into that and even just looking at the British numbers from the UK Anti-Doping Authority in the first quarter of 2020 they did 2,500 tests roughly Of all athletes of all sports. Still not a massive number, given the number of footballers there are. But two and a half thousand, two, two thousand two hundred actually, to be fair. And in the second quarter of 2020, they tested 125. And that's in the UK. So obviously, we had lockdown, restricted movements. Testers couldn't get to places so we can see why but it does open up the opportunity doesn't it? To have a little window of doping and then train and pick up I'm not suggesting anyone in the UK might have done that who knows we always tend to think the UK's blame free from this type of controversy but I think with what we've seen in cycling we should probably adopt just a cynical view as we do for our international cousins. But then when you throw into the mix the lack of a rigorous anti-doping structure in East Africa and Ethiopia and in Kenya, and restrictions on international travel for testers, you can imagine what the testing programme might have been like for Ethiopian and Kenya run- runners in the last 12 months. Oh! I'm getting cross. I'm also getting hot. I've turned around I'm running with the breeze now. I haven't got that nice cooling breeze. So the pandemic, eh, accelerated the development of the world records for the 10,000 meters. Tell you what, would be good though, irrespective of anything, watching those two race, Hassan and Gidi. Let's watch them race in Tokyo. That'll be good sport. 29.01 plays 29.07. Nice. So other things going on I suppose it's all going on. We had uh, a week or two ago now but Naomi Osaka in tennis withdrawing herself from the tournament citing mental health challenges on the back of saying that she wouldn't attend press conferences because of the damage they were doing to her mental health. And no one's quite known how to react to that. Lots of people have been very supportive, of course. And personally, I think it's brilliant that she's got a voice that she's prepared to use. She's prepared to speak up. Prepared to stand for what she believes in. And in this case, it's those anodyne press conferences where people talk about their performances if they know what they're talking about and then other people talk about their clothing. And some of the things that we know happens to women in sport, usually perpetrated by men. So she withdrew. And I think this is going to be the subject for a separate conversation on another day. But I think she uh, she's emerging, or she's an example of the emerging feature of vulnerable women in leadership positions, and her leadership position is obviously at the top of the women's tennis game. And how? Empathetic leadership can become... Empathetic and authentic leadership can be really powerful. I think we're going to see that play out more and more. And then, related to that, I think it's really interesting to see Gareth Southgate, the England football manager for the men, taking a really strong position on equality in this context, racial equality. an open letter to all of England as they prepare for the, as his team prepares for the European Championships saying that his team are together, they're solid, they will continue to take a knee in support of the black players and if fans don't like it, which they've been showing signs of not liking, they need to get with the programme. But he does so in an empathetic way. He understands their frustrations, where they come from. But won't tolerate any, or won't tolerate any naysaying really against the inclusion of, of all people under the England flag. It's a really nice piece, you should read it if you haven't. Empathetic leadership coming from a man and coming from football. I mean, football is super aggressive. Super male dominated, super alpha, really unpleasant at times. At all levels, I've played football myself and experienced some not so nice signs of the way that humans treat one another, Most, well all men. So that's interesting, another thing going on, so we're going to get into that into another day, just turning around going back into the breeze, and then the third thing which is going on is this thing around England cricket which you may have seen. Got a, a new, a new player played his first match this week. Ollie Robinson. He's from Kent initially, from born in Margate, Nigel an Farage country. I'm not going to link those two things together, but he sent some tweets ten years ago, eight ten years ago, when he was a drunken teenager, that contained uh, racist and sexist remarks which were dug up during the first day of his first ever match for England. And he's subsequently been banned pending an investigation. Not quite sure what they're investigating. And now, we're in a position where all the other players' tweets are being scoured and they're finding all sorts of things that people have said in the past. And this is the interesting thing for me, that I don't think we've cracked at all yet, is how do we handle the mistakes of the past in the context of today's world? So this guy's had his England career curtailed before it's even really begun and he happened to play quite well. And some would say, well quite rightly so, he doesn't, he doesn't exhibit the values that we want, to, we want to demonstrate as being English. But others will say, yeah, but it's eight or 10 years ago, he was drunk, he was a teenager. He's matured since then, he realises his mistakes so no one quite knows what to do, especially as new ones will, res- will surface as well. And it's a bit like the statues. Do we take down the statue of Churchill, the great hero of World War II because of the way he managed the empire or things he said and did and believed in? I don't know. I don't genuinely don't know the answer to it. Do you know the answer to it? I think it's really hard. One person who I always look to for a bit of inspiration with these sorts of things. It's not like I chat to him like he's my best mate. But I look to his words and his sentiments and that's Nelson Mandela who's clearly the victim of significant amounts of race hate and fought, fought against that, was imprisoned, was released and had choices to make and he chose to forgive, chose to empathise. He felt leadership was about taking a moral stand, a high stand rather than an angry one And to a certain extent, that's what Michael Holding, the West Indian great cricketer of the 70s and 80s, has been saying. He's been championing the equality debate through Sky TV for for the last 12 months. And he's come out and said that, sure, Ollie Robinson, he he needs to be investigated. And what he needs to have investigated is whether he has actually learned, and what he actually now believes, and then leave it it there. And that's sort of the same sort of thing, isn't it? It's going, okay, the past is the past, we can't change that. Have you learned? Have you moved on? And that's what effectively Mandela did with the whites. Have you learned? Have you moved on? How is the world going to be now? So I think somewhere in there lies some answers. I'm not sure what they are. And the other thing that strikes me just as we're coming towards the end of this is that the pandemic has not helped any of this. In fact, it's sped it all up. And that's because the opportunity to have discourse, to, to work it through face-to-face in groups, just doesn't exist in, in the same way as it used to. So it's really hard for people to work it through because what they're presented with continually in the media or in social media is binary perspectives. And you have to choose one or the other. And no opportunity for no opportunity for discussion. And then, sorry, finally, to layer into all of that, whether it's Gidi, Naomi Osaka, Gareth Southgate, Ollie Robinson, whoever else. You've got a world where we've got heightened anxiety as a consequence of the pandemic. We are all more anxious collectively as we come out. No one's quite sure what's happening. There's a high level of ambiguity, a strong degree of uncertainty. And we're trying to normalise from a world in which we hated but understood the rules. Hated, perhaps a strong word, some people enjoyed it. To one where we're not really clear don't really get it. We're not sure where it's heading. The variance around the corner. The numbers have started increasing again. Off very, very small bases, I hasten to add. But we just can't be sure of what's happening. And so we've got all this stuff going on. And it's really confusing, discombobulating. Our brain's all over the place, my brain's all over the place. It's really hard. So, what do we do? Thing number one, we forgive ourselves. It's okay to feel discombobulated. It's okay to feel anxious. And it's okay to feel angry. In my case today, a bit of a rant. Okay, that's enough of that. Let's do some running, shall we? Let's hit the track. Okay, so a little reminder, we are doing three sets of 2,000 meters in which we're going to alternate between 400 meters hard and by hard is sort of 5k pace and 400 meters steady. Now I'm using the grass track and roading valley Rec, But you may not have access to a track so I suggest you just follow my timings I've got some goals in mind, we're going to see how we go. But it's hot, so I've got no idea how this is going to play out. But we're going to aim for 77, 80 seconds for the hard 400s, and then 90 seconds for the steady ones. So you can go on my timings based on that little lot. And the idea of the session is to work continuously to try and get used to holding an uncomfortable pace, particularly when you get tired by the third rep. There's not a huge volume of pace, but it's the continuity, continuity, continuity of it that makes this session work. Okay. Let's get into our warm-up. Our usual track-based warm-up where we're going to use the straights for strides, the bends for drills and exercises. And then we'll get going, I'm going to do two laps. So four strides, four straights. Go on my timings if you're not using a track. Okay, alright, if we go number one, I'm down the straight, sorry, I should have said. So straight into a stride, cruise pace running. Just trying to get things going a little bit. And we're gonna slow to a walk. And I'm gonna walk up on my tiptoes. Stretching out my ankles and my calves. And my feet. Let's get everything moving down there. And then I'm gonna rock back onto my heels, straight leg, curling to my toes towards my knees. Good work. And then back onto my tiptoes. And onto my heels once more. Toes And heels. Into some walking lunges, nice big stride. Rear knee dropping down towards the ground, hips and knees facing forwards. i we'll do five or six inch leg, I've completely lost count, I reckon I've done four. Nice big stride, rear knee down towards the ground. Hips and knees facing forwards. Okay, just gonna walk to the end of the bend and then get into the next stride. So we're gonna increase the pace ever so slightly. Off we go. hold it there. Let's do some hamstring swings. Three or four swings on one leg, standing on one leg, forwards and backwards, nothing too aggressive and then we're going to switch legs, do the same on the other side and then we're going to go back to the first leg again. Just try and increase that range of motion a little bit, so just do a little bit more, not too much. And switch. Good. And we're gonna walk on, and we're gonna do some internal hip rotations now. So I'm gonna bring my right knee up, raised to uh, to three o'clock on the clock, so I always get that the wrong way around. Three o'clock to start with on the right side, back round to 12 and down, opening up the hips. Same on the other side, so your left knee going out to nine o'clock on the clock face. Back round to 12 and down. And again, on the right, a few paces. Let's really get those hips opened up. We're gonna talk about hips today. Through the session. Good. Keep doing it. Open up those hips. Good. Couple more. Quite enjoying these. Trying to get loose. Okay, round to the bend straight again. That's one lap done. And off we go. Number three, let's put it in now. Come on, let's start working. good, we'll hold it there, and we're now going to go into some high knees, classic high knees, knees up parallel, so your thighs are parallel to the ground, and you're running forwards with the weight on the tips of your toes and the balls of your feet, good work, and jog, Around the bend to the next straight. And let's go. Last one of these, let's put it in, come on. a little breather. And we're going to do some more high knees. Are you ready? Let's go. Knees up and down. Thighs parallel to ground. Good work. Come on, fast, 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 fast. get them up and down quick. Good. And jog. Good work. Right, are we good? Are we ready to go? Everything tucked away, Shoelaces is done, hair tied back. Sunglasses on, Oh, check, sunglasses on. Okay. So the first 400 is hard, then into steady and repeat for 2k. Five laps of the track in my case. Okay, we're gonna go in 10. Three, two, one, let's go. Let's work hard now, first lap. here today. Having his tea break. Good work. It. Well done. Round we come, final bend seventy eight. now second 400 good work nice and steady Quick, I think. On the steady one. Okay, coming around again. Hope we go. Not too bad. About eighty-seven, eighty-eight. Let's go. Pick it up. On. keep working now about hundreds to do for me Eighty one. Oh, that's hard. Slow it down. It's slow. Come on. One more steady, one more hard. Need more range between my steady and my hard. done. 90 seconds dead. Perfect. On we go. Last one. Hard. 400 metres. Come on. last 200 all the way now come on push Done, hold it there. 78. 2K done. Get your breathes in. We're going to take three or four minutes rest. Loads of time. Good work. So we're going to do two more of those. Good efforts. How are we feeling anger out the system doping anger ambiguity anger life frustration divisiveness anger oh why do we have to be so divisive have only had a minute's rest, so keep breathing it in. Enjoy wherever it is you are. Enjoy what you can see. So this is a good session for a 5K, 6K of effort in total of course, but only nine laps of 400 meters. So at your 5K pace, it's that continuity that makes it hard. See a 5K is 12 and a half laps at your 5K pace. So, that is what we're working on today. But of course, marathons aren't far away. And perhaps the early part of time we thought parkrun would be the thing. But seemingly not. Very difficult set of circumstances. You've got local authorities who are up to their eyes in paperwork and problems and 12 months worth of backlog and all sorts of administrative issues they need to work through. And Park Run, which sees itself as a beacon of mental and physical health for the country, thinking, oh, come on, let's get Park Run back on, it's really important. No one's disagreeing with that. No one's disagreeing, it's not really important. Some people might be disagreeing with how important it is, of course. Remember, things are never binary. Okay, we're going to rest for another minute. So we might have thought it was parkrun, but the marathon, well, it all does depend a little bit on June the 21st, doesn't it? So London Marathon is October the 3rd. It's 17 weeks away. It would be Christmas now in a normal pre-pandemic period in relation to where the London Marathon is. So get through Christmas, laying a bit of a base. And then get into Jan into draining in January. But will it happen? Who knows? June the twenty first is when life might return to normal, but it, remember it's, it's data not dates, is that the right is that the expression? So we'll see. We will see, it does feel a bit early to me given the rising number of cases in the Indian variant and what's happening in the Northwest, but we'll see. We'll see. Right, we will get into this next one. Straight into a fast 400, followed by steady, fast, steady, Fast, 2K in total, four minutes rest at the end. We go again. We're gonna go in five, three, two, one, go. See if I can get this one right. Starting downwind each time, probably not to my advantage. Up to 300. Well done. Seventy seven. Slow down. Went past the groundsman, knocking out the lines. Oh, I could pay for that. Let's see. Study that now. Hold on. Okay, coming round. Okay, 92. Slowing it down a bit too much. Going pass my groundsman again. I'll get some banter. Hello, well, mate. Come on, work hard. Come on, that's two hundred. Hundred and down steady seventy nine that time we one more hard come on second <sighs> day huh? to do. Eight lanes. 400 metres each walking round. That's 200 metres on the steady. 300, one more hard lap to go, here we go, 93 that time, on we go. That's one half, come on. hundred. Come on. Big rest at the end. Come on. Last hundred. And hold it there. 78. Another 2k done. Just going to lean on my knees and stare at my shoes. Oh, hard work. One more set to go. Four minutes rest though first. Breathe in. So, marathon. We've got the Marathon Milestones Program going on. A whole bunch of people signed up, working their way towards that autumn marathon. We've got details on the website for that, but we've got people from London, or people running in London, virtual and real. Chicago, Dublin, Manchester. Let's see where else we can get any Amsterdam, Valencia, York, Abingdon, lots of autumn marathons potentially in the pipeline. Okay, we've rested for 90 seconds, another two and a half minutes to go. And then of course it's my own training, this is part of it, just trying to build a little bit of, a little bit of strength to be honest. I've not been, not been feeling amazing since about February. I've had a sore foot which I've got over, now I'm finally over. Now I've got a sore hamstring which I'm working through. Bit of a dodgy knee, so left hamstring, right knee, left foot, right middle toe as well. So always a cause of problems for me. No, no, I've got one more to do, another 2K. Yeah, Yeah, if you can, you put the lights round. You put the lights round like they do on the telly. You know what, I don't think I'm gonna get round
0: on this one. I'm just about there on the paint. I've got one more paint. No way. I've changed the nozzle this morning because you can't see the lines. Look, you can't see the lines, can you? Yeah, yeah. So we've cut it really short and uh, it's difficult to see. You've got to know where the line is, you've got to know. Yeah. You've got to look about three metres in front of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Point, it's not know? too bad though, but yeah. it'd be It's all right. But once you're doing it now, it's that'll nice be it for a few it. weeks, won't it, it? it? No, we have to do it every week. Do you? Every
0: single week we get paid for this. Yeah, no, yeah, right. yeah. I've just done the football. I've cut them down to nothing as well. Um, so I've got four of them which I've done, but my knees have shot the bits. Oh, no so I've been on uh, blood pressure tablets. My knees are swollen oh. absolutely in bits. I can't do no squats indoors. I can't do anything. I just, like, <laughs> oh, I'll take it you easy then so I might have to phone up the doctors, you know But yeah, you're looking good out there, I'll show you Thanks, with-
1: it's hard work This one's not going to be so easy hey. Last one, last set uh, of 2K so 2K? Yeah, 2K fo- you've been the as well. Yeah, I did a little bit warm-up, yeah Yeah. <laughs> there we go Poor old bloke, he's not even that old Dodgy knees. Marking out his lines, is he gonna make it? Where am I gonna go here? He's going down, he's doing the line, line in between lanes one and two. We've got 20 seconds to go. So I can't really do either. I'm gonna go around on the outside. Okay, right, last set, let's go. I'm gonna go in 10. Five, three, two one. Let's go. First one hard. Oh, I've gone a bit hard. Perfect. Caught him just before the bend. Didn't have to go round him. Right, keep going. Come on. That's two hundred. Into the wind. Three hundred gone. Stick with it, come on. Seventy eight, Down to steady. Well done. Oh, it's getting hard now. I think this steady is going to be slow. That's fine then. If you need to moderate it, do so. Do you run out of paint? That's past two hundred. That's three hundred on the steady. Let's go, 93. On the steady, it's going to hard. That's two hundred past three hundred. to steady. That was 80. One steady, one half to go. Come on. Come on. Let's get this steady one done. This 300 on the steady. Last one coming up. Last lap. Everything you've got. Here we go. That's 34. Let's go. last effort. 200. Come on. Always more. Come up to the last 100. Here we go. All the way. Come on all the way to the finish everything you've got and hold it there 78 on the last one well done oh Field out here, you cut the grass short, the hay's drying in the sun, ready to be baled. <sighs> Breathe in, you on the floor, and pick yourself up off the floor. Whew. Take as long as you want, to be honest.
0: Because <laughs> we are done. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. That is the end
1: of the session. You know the stretches. We're going to do those at our own leisure, out of the sun. Good work, three sets of 2K, 400 metres hard, 400 metres steady, good session, worked hard, with some good quality ranting going on in there as well at the beginning. Getting stuff off my chest, nice. Thanks for listening, thanks for sticking with it. Thanks for keeping me honest. And I'll be back again very soon for some more. And in the meantime,
0: uh, please take care, speak to you soon.